Welcome to an inspirational message recorded live at Little Falls Christian Center. Oh, Father, tonight we give you praise. You are good. Your mercy is endure forever. What an awesome God you are. God of power, God of love. God and Father of Jesus Christ, our Lord, we praise you. We bless your name. And wonderful Lord, we give you glory tonight. Worthy is the Lamb who was slain. We thank you for your wounds. By your wounds we were healed. And Lord, we thank you for your blood that speaks for each and every one of us. We honor the blood that was shed. And precious Holy Spirit, we welcome you in this moment. Here in this house and also wherever we are connecting from, we welcome and acknowledge your presence. Would you pray with me tonight, church, one more time and just say, Holy Spirit, I acknowledge your presence and I surrender to you. Come Holy Spirit, I want to encounter you in a fresh new way. In Jesus' name. There where you're standing, where you're connecting from, just for a moment, become aware of His presence. Become aware of His presence. Become aware of His presence on you, with you, wherever you are, filling you now, afresh and anew. We honor Your presence, Spirit of the living God, fall afresh upon each and every one of us. We want Your fire, and we thank You for it. In Jesus' mighty name. Would you lift your voice? We are praying the Spirit just for a moment. Pray in other tongues for a moment. This is Pentecost feast. It's Wednesday night. I think it's good to just pray in the Spirit. Pray in other tongues. Join us online where you're connecting from. Be part of what God's doing. Be filled fresh. Be anointed fresh. Be saturated. Be saturated with the oil of God. In Jesus' name, fill the house with your glory. Fill the house with your presence. Oh, hallelujah. The anointing is flowing. The anointing is flowing. Receive from the presence of God. Yes, worship Him. Worship Him just for a moment. As His presence comes upon you right now, let there be healing in this place. Let there be deliverance in this place. Let there be restoration in this house. Let there be breakthrough for God's people everywhere. In Jesus' name. And we give you thanks, Lord. We give you praise. What a beautiful atmosphere of God's presence. What a beautiful atmosphere of the Spirit. It's awesome to worship God together. To be in one place, in one accord. Wherever we come together like this in, in unity, the sound of heaven, the sound of the Spirit, the sound of God can be heard. Amen. And as wonderful as everything else is, how many of you know your voice carries the sound of God? God gave you His sound in your voice when we pray in the Spirit, when we worship God, when we release a sound, it's God's utterance. God's presence is released through our voices. God bless you. You may be seated in the presence of God. I want to bless each and every one of you tonight. And what a privilege and honor to be with you. Thank you for this opportunity. And always a privilege and honor to be with 
Pastor Harold and Maud, such a tremendous blessing to the body of Christ worldwide and to us personally as well. And we honor them. Wonderful to spend some time with them. And I just draw every time I have that moment, that opportunity, draw from the anointing, draw from the wisdom and uh, the experience that they have. There's, there's wealth. There's wealth on the inside. There's a treasure on the inside of them. And uh, I just want to thank God for them in our lives and also in the body of Christ. As he said uh, last night, we grew up in front of them. And uh, Frank and uh, Marie and all the kids, we were played together. And it was uh, it's so wonderful to be here tonight. Feels like family, feels like home. And I love this church. I love you. This is a powerful church. This is a church of dominion and a church of prayer and a church of spiritual might and a church that is uh, victorious. Can you say amen? So it's good to be with you. I bless each and every one of you. And uh, what a wonderful privilege to be with you in this Feast of Pentecost and just to worship God together. What a powerful anointing on this worship team uh, to usher us into the presence of God. Uh, you are so blessed to have this. And uh, never forget it, never take it for granted. This is just heavenly. And so we thank God for that. Won't you just give the Lord a praise for all that He's given in this ministry and church? He's blessed you. He's blessed you with the best. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, before we get into the Word of God, won't you tell the person next to you, you look better than the last time I saw you. There online, put it in the chat. You look better than the last time I saw you. Do it by faith. Amen. Praise God. How many of you know it's by faith that many of you are still here? Everything that came against you, other people would have given up and, you know, thrown in the towel, but you're standing by faith. You're standing by the power of God. The fact that I'm here tonight is a living testimony that God's real, that faith works, and that if God is for you, who can be against you? Hallelujah. I, I want to say that the very fact that we are here tonight, many of us, we are living, walking testimonies that God is powerful. What a mighty God we serve. Hallelujah. Let's give our God a big praise for what He's done for us. It's like Lazarus. When Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead, the Bible says many people came not only to see Jesus, but to see Lazarus, the man he had raised from the dead. And Lazarus never had to say anything. When he showed up, people knew that Jesus of Nazareth raised him from the dead. I think many of us just being here, we're a testimony of the presence, the power, and the anointing of God. You're in the right place tonight because I believe God wants to ignite a fire and a flame in your heart. This is the Feast of Pentecost. Can't have it without the fire of God. Can you say amen? So I want to speak to you tonight, minister, just a few moments to you on the fire of God, the fire that ignites us. And I want to uh, begin tonight, and I want you to follow me uh, with me in your Bible, Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 21, Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 29 rather. Very short verse, but potent, loaded, powerful, for our God is a consuming fire. 
Can we all read that together out loud? Together. Let's go. For our God is a consuming fire. Can we all say that one more time into the atmosphere? For our God is a consuming fire. I want you to take note of that because that revelation truth must go in your heart. Not in mind, in your heart. And this is the first thing that I want to say that God is a consuming fire. He doesn't have fire. He is a fire. So whenever we deal with God, we're going to deal with fire. God is. God is a consuming fire. The Bible says God is love. God is light. God doesn't have love. He is love. God doesn't have light. He is light. God doesn't have healing. He is health and healing. He isn't. He is fire. Throughout Scripture, we see whenever people encountered God or saw visions of God or experienced God, they had to encounter fire. Because you cannot separate fire from God. It would be like separating my humanity from me. You can't separate my humanity from who I am. I am a human being. God is a consuming fire. So wherever God manifests, there's going to be fire. That's why there's something wrong in a church, uh, a so-called maybe church by name only, or even a believer or Christian's life by name or title only, that has no fire. Because if God is in that place, or if God is in that life, or if God is in that home, or if God is in that ministry, there must be fire. You cannot separate the fire from who He is. When God comes into your life, when you encounter Him, you will come face to face with the fire of His presence and the fire of who He is. And it's not a fire to be afraid of or run from. It's not there to harm you. It's just who He is. His fire. And the Bible says that this consuming fire who is our God is to be honored, is to be uh, feared, to be revered, to be worshipped. So He's a consuming fire. Now, in Exodus chapter 3, verse 1, if you'll go there, Exodus chapter 3 and verse 1. Now, Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. And he led the flock to the back of the desert and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire from the midst of a bush. So he looked, and behold, the bush was burning with fire, but the bush was not consumed. Then Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight, why the bush does not burn. So when the Lord saw that he turned aside to look, God called to him from the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, here I am. Then God said, do not draw near this place. Take your sandals off your feet for the place where you stand is holy ground. So here we see that God manifests himself, his presence and a bush starts burning, and it's burning with fire, but the bush is not consumed. And Moses sees that, and he says, this is strange. This is unusual. This is not normal. This is not natural. The fire is not consuming the bush. 
and out of interest, he draws closer to the bush to see that fire. So we see, first of all, that Moses discerned that this fire was not natural, it was supernatural. He, he recognized that this is not common or ordinary. This is unusual. This is uncommon. It wasn't burning the bush. Why? That's what he wanted to see and, and know. You see, that bush wasn't burned because it was the eternal presence of God invading the natural realm. That is what Moses saw there. It was a supernatural manifestation. And Moses discerned the supernatural from the natural. Now, let me just say this to each and everybody here tonight. If you want to be a carrier of the fire, the presence, the anointing of God, you've got to discern the supernatural from the natural. There are too many believers that are, or too many people that are natural-minded people, natural-orientated. They live natural lives. They have natural thinking process, and that's fine, and it's good. But how many of you know you cannot be limited with your mind, and you cannot live a natural life and, and just reason with your mind? God wants us to be a people that can discern His presence, that can discern His voice, that can discern the supernatural from the natural, because we are a people that have a supernatural God. And the, the, the church is not a natural organization. The church is a supernatural church. And the Holy Spirit that is within us, how many of you know that makes you personally, personally, a supernatural person? Are you telling me you're natural, you're normal, you're average, and you have the Spirit of God on the inside of you? There's nothing natural about you. There's nothing normal or average about you. You have the Spirit of the living God on the inside of you. And the first thing tonight to ignite the fire is discern the natural from the supernatural. Everything here tonight is not natural. Nothing is natural here. The praise and worship is not natural. Water baptism is not natural. Communion is not natural. Tithes and offerings, nothing is natural. To lift your hands up, to an invisible being, nobody sees, but you're lifting your hands to, worship is not natural. Everything in our faith is supernatural. Every day is supernatural. We are supposed to live supernatural lives. We must be carriers of the fire of God. I believe each and every one of you from the front to the back, left to the right, all the children here tonight, the young people, everyone connected online, that you are a carrier of the fire of the presence of God. The Holy Spirit and fire. That is what John said. He said, I baptize with water, but he that comes after me will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. Interesting that there's a conjunction. It's and, the Holy Spirit and fire. So it's important tonight because on the day of Pentecost, there were cloven tongues as of fire that sat upon each one of them. And they all supernaturally began to speak in other languages. It was supernatural. 3,000 got saved that day because they heard people that didn't know their language speak in their language. It was supernatural. So we must be a supernatural people.
And like Moses discerned the presence of God. And when Moses drew near to that fire to, to check it out, I like that about God. God's, God has his attention. How many of you know God will use the supernatural to attract or get the attention of the world? People don't listen just to sermons, but they will listen where the fire is. They will hear something they've never heard before, feel something they've never felt before. When there's fire in your testimony, they'll listen. God grabs the attention of people by the fire of His presence. How many of you know the fire of God is here all over this place tonight? Now, he, he, God speaks to him out of the fire. The Bible says that God spoke to Moses, to Israel, out of the fire. God speaks out of the fire. If you want to hear God's voice, you must be burning. If I want to hear the voice of God in my life, I must be burning with the fire of God. If I lose the fire of God, if I lose my, my zeal, my passion, if the fire is quenched in me and I become complacent or lukewarm, I, you know, then the voice of God becomes quiet. God speaks out of the fire. If the fire is burning, if the fire is upon you, if the fire is consuming you on a daily basis, you'll hear the voice of God. God speaks to him out of the fire. And God says to Moses, take the sandals off of your feet. God is literally saying to Moses, your walk is going to change. You are not going to walk in the natural anymore. You're not going to walk like you used to walk in Egypt, like a prince. And now that you've been in this desert, you're not going to walk like a shepherd anymore. Just going around the mountain in circle, looking after sheep. God says, you are now going to walk in my power. Going to walk in the supernatural. So how many of you know tonight, God is saying to you personally, he, this is a rhema word for you. Personally, God is saying to you, take your sandals off your feet. In other words, change the way you walk. It's, it, there's an adjustment. And this has got to happen on a daily basis, people of God, where we have to put aside our natural walk and walk in the Spirit, walk in the anointing, walk by faith. Faith is a walk, is a movement. We can't, how many of you know, we don't stroll through life by faith. You've got to walk by faith. The Bible says we walk by faith and not by sight. As long as we are walking by sight, by what we see, by what our senses tell us, as long as we are walking, are you still here tonight? Let me speak a little bit to you here over the year in this section. Are you alive here tonight? As long as we walk by our symptoms, by our bank balance, by what the news media says. As long as we walk by what people say, we are walking in the natural. We have our sandals on. The sandals that were put on our feet from little children, come on somebody, right through our education, all the way through our life. Those shoes you gotta take off. In the presence of God and in the presence of fire, you got to take those shoes off. And you got to walk by faith and not by sight. And when the symptom is in your body, you walk by faith. 
And when they say this is the prognosis or the diagnosis medically, you respect that. However, you don't have to accept that. But by faith, you can say, I'm going to walk by faith. God's going to heal me. I am whole. The price was, oh, come on, somebody. Can we take 60 seconds and give God a praise for the fire of the Holy Ghost? Somebody get up on your feet and give God a praise for the fire that burns in your life and in your heart. Somebody shout hallelujah. The devil is afraid of fire. Come on, Satanism is afraid of fire. The occult is afraid of fire. Sickness is afraid of fire. We need the fire of God. Woo! Hallelujah. You may be seated. God bless you. The supernatural does not belong to the world. Hollywood wants to claim or take hold or put a whole claim on the supernatural. The supernatural doesn't belong to Hollywood. The supernatural doesn't belong to the fortune tellers. The, the supernatural doesn't belong to the witch doctors. The supernatural doesn't belong to the mediums. I say the supernatural belongs to the body of Christ. We are a supernatural church. Come on, the Spirit of God is on the inside of us. Woo! Hallelujah. So get ready because your walk is going to change. Some of you, I know you're walking by faith. I can see you. The fire is all over you. You're smiling and grinning. But get ready for more. Hallelujah. The fire of God is coming upon your life in a greater way tonight. I believe that. In this feast of Pentecost, can you say amen? He walked by faith. The Bible says, by faith, he brought Israel out of Egypt. And he went back to Egypt and faced sorcerers and magicians who operated in, in a high level of the supernatural. But how many of you know, I mean, they could do what he could do. They could also turn their, their rods into serpents. They could also move in a measure and dimension of supernatural power. But there came a point, I say there came a level, where they couldn't keep up. Where the power of God superseded everything they had. And the serpent of Moses ate up the snakes of the magicians. Oh, I'm here to tell you, we are stepping over by faith into a supernatural dimension that we have never walked in before. Because the fire of God is with us. I say the fire of God is with you. And by the fire of God, you are going to overcome this year. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. The fire of God. What you couldn't do before, you'll be able to do this year. Let me say it this that way. What we couldn't do without the fire of God. Oh. Moses tried to do something in Egypt. He tried. He saw two Egyptian, he saw two Hebrew people fighting. He tried to sort it out and in the process killed an Egyptian, tried to hide it. And that's why he had to run away for his life. He tried in his own ability and strength, 
But what he couldn't do in his own strength, he could do when he had the fire of God. Because the fire in that bush burnt in his heart, burnt in his eyes, burnt in his voice, transformed him. It gave him the passion of God. God said, my people are in bondage. I've heard their cry. I've seen their tears, their affliction, and I've come down to deliver them. That passion came into Moses. And Moses got up and with that fire, with that passion, went back into Egypt and he said to Pharaoh, God says, the I am says, let my people go. I'm here to tell you, he spoke with passion. He spoke with fire. He had no more fear. He lost all his fear. The fire of God will burn the fear out of us. The fire of God, I say the fire of God will burn the fear out of us. Oh, hallelujah. Can we have all the musicians up here very quickly, please, if I can. I, I feel the fire of God in this place. The fire of God's gonna burn out the fear. The fear, whatever the fear is, the fear of tomorrow, the fear of sickness, the fear of death, the fear of what's happening in your, in your life, that fear is about to be burnt out. No more fear, no more anxiety, no more care. The fire of God comes upon us to burn out the fear. Can you say amen? And the fire of God brings a passion into our hearts where we have the passion that He has how many of you know you're going to have that same fire, that same passion on the inside of you? The Bible says that Moses gave up everything, went back, got God's people out. And Exodus chapter 4 and verse, verse 1, the Bible says, Then Moses answered and said, But suppose they will not listen or believe me. When I say the Lord has spoken, God said to him, what's in your hand? God's not saying tonight, what don't you have? He's saying, what do you have? He didn't say, Moses, you need something else. No, what's in your hand? God is saying, whatever you have right now, I'll anoint it. I'll put my fire on it. I will use that. What's in your hand? This stick. God said, with that, I'm going to bring my people out. I'm going to put my power on it, my fire on it. God's fire is coming on your testimony. God's fire is coming on your voice. God's fire is coming on your worship. God's fire is coming on your finances. God's fire is coming on your service in the kingdom. Can you say amen? And then God says to Moses, He says, cast it on the ground and, and He does it. And when He did that, the Bible says, it became a serpent and Moses was afraid. He ran from it. And God said, pick it up by the tail. And when Moses grabbed that rod by the, that serpent by the tail, it became a rod again. You see, God was dealing with the fear inside of him. He's been running all his life. And I want to say this, if you run from something, if you don't confront it and face it with the fire of God, you'll run from it forever. You'll always keep running from that thing. But in the fire of God, God will always cause you to confront the fear, the issue, the challenge, whatever it may be. Because when Moses took up that serpent by the tail, he took authority, he took dominion 
over his fear. What he ran from, he grabbed by the tail and suddenly had dominion. There are people here tonight, you're going to grab whatever you've been running from by the tail tonight. The fire of God is coming upon you to have dominion in the realm of business, in the realm of finance, in the realm of government, in the realm, come on, whatever field you're in, there's going to be a fire on you to have dominion. Would you stand to your feet tonight? Would you lift those hands and pray in the Holy Spirit? Come on, just lift those hands, open your mouth and pray. Let's lift our voices. Let's lift the worship. Let's lift the band. Come on, this is a night of fire. Lift those voices. Let's pray. Online, join us now. In this house, join us now. God is saying, I'm here with my fire. Tonight, I want you to grab that thing by the tail. Tonight, I give you dominion. I give you authority. In the fire of my presence, says the Lord. You will not be afraid. You will walk in supernatural fire. Boldness, authority. Come on, little false Christian center. To the highest level, let's pray in other tongues. Come on. People of God, the fire of God is upon you right now. Forget about everybody else. Forget about everything else. The fire of God is consuming everything. It's consuming the fear, the pain, the insomnia. There are several people healed now from sleeplessness, insomnia, all kinds of disorders of anxiety. Be healed in the name of Jesus. The fire of God is upon you now, where you are. I want you to receive from the presence of God what you need from the fire. You do not, you do not need a man to lay hands on you. God's fire is the place of impartation. Right there we are, the fire of God will burn in you a passion for souls. The fire of God will bring a judgment to everything that's of the flesh. The fire of God will purify and sanctify. The fire of God will reveal motives of the heart. The fire of God will produce a passion in you to finish the race. The fire of God will give you a passion to overcome opposition. The fire of God will produce a passion in you to know God intimately. And the fire of God will burn in you a supernatural boldness. Boldness is coming upon you now. Everybody, would you pray out loud with me online and you're in God's house. Pray with me, say, Heavenly Father, thank you for filling me with your spirit i need the fire of your presence to ignite me and set me ablaze i want to have your passion burning in me burn out of me every hindrance every distraction i receive boldness now i will not run anymore from that which i've been running from i take hold of it by faith I dominate it now in the name of Jesus with the fire of God upon my life right now in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus oh hallelujah hallelujah there are people standing here tonight you were really impacted and changed there are people here tonight because of the fire of the Holy Spirit upon you 
What a beautiful word that was. Can you say amen? Give the Lord a praise offering. I love it. Very good. Very, very, very good. And the people here that are hungry for God, thirst no more. He's with you. He's in you. And shall be with you wherever you go. Can you say amen? And it's amazing what the fire of God does to a Christian when we are on fire for Jesus. Things just happen. They just happen. It just takes place. Doors open. And there is enlightenment. There is illumination. There is fire. There is light. And God is the light of your life. And the Lord will lift you into a new dimension because of this night. This night, the Word of the Lord went out. And that is that there is life, light, fire, glory, love, power, and a sound mind within you. And you've got authority to tread on serpents and scorpions. And yes, over all of the power of the devil. Can you say amen? Well, shout hallelujah. Heavenly Father, tonight as we close this final session of the week, it's been an amazing night. It's been a night like you would take it with you in your heart and carry it with you for the rest of your life. Understanding this, that if we lose, if we let go of, if we neglect this fire of God within, then, of course, we grope around in darkness and the world around us just not the same. But you walks in this fire of the life and the light of God. will know where He's going at all times. He will see secret things that He never knew before. He will have revelations. He will have visions. Yes, the Spirit of God will come upon you when you pray and you seek the presence of the Holy One, the Almighty God, with all of your heart, with all of your heart, He will reveal to you the Word of the Lord comes to you tonight through the fire. He will reveal to you mysteries, secrets, revelation, knowledge will become part of your life. So therefore, be aglow and always burning with the Spirit, serving the Lord. Stir up the gift of God that is within you. Keep a flame for God. The zeal, the telos, the fire of the Lord, the fire of God will be with you. For He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High is He who will walk with the revelation knowledge of the Lord. For the Spirit of wisdom and revelation shall come upon you and many of the problems and when you seek advice many of those things that you would seek advice for would disappear for the Lord is near He's always near it is you that must say I am here Lord I am here and when you do these things says the Lord surely the hidden secrets of darkness of the last hour the mysteries of knowledge the understanding of the times that you're living in will come upon you with power. And you will not make mistakes. You will not say, show us the way because you'll know the way. For he who dwells within you shall show you the way. And you'll hear a voice from behind you that'll say to you, this is the way. 
walk therein. He that hasteth will not be able to be where he wanted to be, but he walks with God, shall walk in the light of the glory of the Lord. And the glory of the latter house is greater than the glory of the former house. The covenant of the Lamb of God, the blood of Jesus, is greater than all the covenants of the earth. Because God Almighty paid with His blood that you may have life and light and glory and faith and boldness and fire and courage in you. Therefore fear not, fear not the darkness, for the fire goes with you as burning within you. Therefore pray as you've never prayed before. For this is the hour that the Lord has spoken of. He's coming again, but He's coming for a church in His glory and with His glory. On fire, with hearts alight and burning with the Spirit, they will see the Lord in that day. For their lamps will be filled and they will trim themselves all the time to stay in tune with God Almighty. We thank you, Lord Jesus. Give the Lord a praise offering right now, everyone. For more teachings like this and other material, please visit our website at www.littlefallsonline.com.